0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Living on Blockchain. Today, we are speaking to Laurent. Laurent is uh, the CEO and co-founder of Artera. It's a layer one EVM compatible and DAG based blockchain platform. He is also the founder of Web3 Stronger Together Initiative and a former Tron DAO blockchain advisor. So he has extensive experience in tech uh, of over 30 years, uh, like he mentioned in the conversation. And this was an interesting conversation because even though a lot of uh, folks are doing the subscription model, uh, like Scale, for example, or Arcana, uh, their approach involves uh, having an app store as well as a pay-as-you-go model, uh, which is very interesting, and they have implemented uh, it successfully as well. So I can't wait for you guys to hear this. Let's deep dive right in. Hi, Laurent. Thank you so much for making the time to speak to me today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, uh, Tarusha. Thanks for uh, this uh, invitation. We are uh, currently in a a perpetual race.
0: Right. (laughs) Absolutely. I think in Web3, uh, mostly all founders feel that way. So for our listeners, can you tell us a little about yourself and how you got into Web3?
1: Uh, so I, uh, I have to start uh, saying uh, I'm uh, mostly uh, fifty-one. I'm uh, 50, fifty-one uh, years old in uh, hmm. one month, uh, okay. and I have been uh, contributing you now with modesty to build the web since uh, mostly uh, twenty years.
0: Wow! Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: quite a long no, time
1: yeah it, even more sorry uh, 30 years I, no. I, I started i was 20, 20, 20 21 um i have been really early in what we call now uh, web 2 uh, cloud mm. computing and uh, and the saas industry it right. was really the the beginning of the beginning uh, I, I have been uh, evangelizing and converting uh, Big companies and then s uh, to adopt uh, Google Cloud, uh, G- Google Apps uh, called mm. that this time Google Apps now Google Workspace, the whole CRM, Salesforce, uh, and uh, and uh, all uh, uh, well-known as uh, solution we are using now. Uh, I have been advising uh, big big companies and startup uh, last uh, twenty years in their uh, digital transformation and uh, business efficiency. Uh, wow. A lot of startup also uh, SaaS uh, strategy. Right. I, I discovered decentralization, innovation, uh, we call it web 3 uh, in early in 2015, uh, okay. when I, I read for the first time the Satoshi Nakamoto White paper. Mm. Um, I'm not a technical guy, so I, I had to spend some time to understand the technical innovation. And at the moment, I si- simply renounced, uh, telling, me, telling to myself, uh, but uh, reconsider this as a piece of philosophy, because I think we, we miss uh, uh, this point. It's first a piece of philosophy, uh, its right. a promise. And uh, since then, I I used to spend one hour with uh, myself, 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 and uh, Satoshi Nakamoto White Paper each Saturday morning during one hour. It's my uh, philosophy time. Mm. Uh, um, It's opening doors. I'm a real believer in decentralization and Mm. uh, bringing this uh, opportunity. Uh, to each one and everyone, everywhere. Um, and since 2017, uh, I have advised uh, several web pre uh, startup and uh, big projects. Okay. And uh, now, since a uh, few months, fully dedicated to uh, build uh, Artera.
0: Well, Okay. So, can you? Uh, this this is quite a wonderful journey, and I I love the fact how you know you were uh, you had like all the requisite experience from Web two, and then you know you transitioned to Web three when you come when you came across uh, the Bitcoin white paper. And I think this goes for a lot of folks who had uh, joined in the Web three space as we call it now, uh, probably like a decade and a half back. Where you know at that point there was no term like Web uh, Web three point and uh, we came very organically into the space because uh, we fell in love with the ethos perhaps uh, that were uh, written and put put forward in, in the Bitcoin white paper. So your journey has, has been fantastic so far. Now, can you provide like a brief overview uh, for Artera and its unique features as an even compatible uh, layer one blockchain? And uh, then, you know, perhaps I would love to know about the DAG-based, uh, you know, a proof-of-stake consensus model as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I, I think uh, uh, I, I don't want to, to dive too much in the technical aspect right. because
0: yeah. I think it, It'll it, it, it's- It'll become too complex,
1: yeah. Yeah. And it's the main uh, common mistake we are all doing uh, in, in Web3 when we talk about uh, mass adoption. Uh, let, let, let me explain. Hmm. Uh, as I told you, I, I have been uh, using the web now since uh, more than 30 years.
0: Right. And, uh,
1: uh, and um, there is two main innovation. Uh, I have been lucky enough uh, to, uh, to uh, take part in uh, emergence and uh, mass adoption. Internet right. and the mo- mobile phone innovation. And I, I can't forget... How it was at the beginning. People uh, often are telling that uh, if we didn't get yet the mass adoption we are talking about now since more than a decade, saying, uh, look, it's around the corner. Uh, Mm. Each time I I, I look uh, at the corner, I block my neck and I see (laughs) nothing coming. We are waiting for mass adoption like we are waiting for Godot. Uh, In fact, we, we forget that the, the main factor of mass adoption is not any technical improvement. Hmm. It's first of all the cost acquisition right. for both businesses and uh, individuals. Hmm. Uh, we we don't have uh, a web mass adoption because now we have a uh, fiber connection. Uh, we have uh, a mass adoption okay. because the, the due to the pricing model. Let's come back in the past and um, remember that at the beginning, it was a pay-as-you-go pricing model. You were paying for any web page you were downloading. Uh, Everything you were doing, interacting with the web uh, 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 at a cost. Hmm. It was the same for the mobile phone. At the beginning, uh, the, the It was the surprise at the end of the month. Uh, uh, You were paying for each call, uh, each message, everything. Uh, Nowadays, you have a subscription and Mm. you use it and that's it. You don't care anymore. You still still have a quota, but you forget the quota. It took some years to define the good quota and the good Mm. pricing model. But nowadays, uh, you have several options. Uh, if it's not enough, you upgrade. If it's uh, too much, you downgrade. And it's fixed price, predictable price for both enterprise and individuals. And we just use the the, the technical innovation. Okay. Until now, in Web3, we apply uh, the initial uh, pricing model we used to uh, experience. Let's say. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of uh, the internet uh, revolution and the mobile phone revolution, uh, we have to keep in mind again uh, the, the history of the web um, and the mobile phone uh, revolution. Uh, it started with a pay-as-you-go business model. Then we we have been able to subscribe subscribe to package by package, a fixed price for a fixed quota. And today right. it's, it's subscription. Right. In our life, in our societies, everything is becoming more and more subscription-based. Uh, even Twitter moved to a subscription-based model. Right. Uh, Tesla, you subscribe for your mm. car. Um, uh, so what we do, we are building uh, uh, layer one, fully EVM compatible. OK. Improve by a, a, a DAG protocol uh, to uh, improve the scalability our own uh, proprietary Blazdaq protocol, Uh, the first test we made in laboratory environment, we were able to reach more than 530,000 TPS. This is for the the scalability. But uh, the the most important thing, it's we bring back the most successful uh, pricing and business model in Web2 that we will see in the the web industry, Mm. the subscription-based model. We keep supporting the pay-as-you-go. People okay. who want to interact time to time, paying gas fees can be. But if we want to engage people to use web-free, like they use the web, hmm. uh, uh, could you imagine each time you send an email, boom, transaction fees. You upload the file in Drive or Dropbox, boom, transaction fees. You like a hmm. post, boom, transaction fees. No way. Today, we yeah, have a yeah. subscription. We implement a subscription-based model for both end users, dApps, and businesses. So it's a fixed price from month to month. The price is set in fiat. You subscribe, paying in fiat or uh, in crypto, and then you just enjoy, you forget about gas fees.
0: Right, yeah. So that, that is very, very interesting, right? Because with the pay-as-you, uh, like, go model or a subscription model, It'll be easier for applications to be able to do accurate revenue forecasting. Perhaps, right? This is one of the obviously the very obvious advantages that came into my head while you were talking about this.
1: Yeah, you know, there, there is few few things to, to consider. Hmm. Uh, first, we talk about mass adoption, but uh, we miss to uh, talk uh, about and analyze the current current usage of early adopters. You can go on uh, DeFi Lama, on Dapradar, for example, and you check the blockchain and you analyze the number of uh, transactions uh, uh, and the number of uh, active wallets. Uh, select okay. uh, a 30 days uh, <laughs> range, and you will see that for most of the blockchain, 95% of the blockchain, It's less than one transaction per day per active wallet for a 30-day period. What does it mean? That we are early, but we don't use it. How many clicks are you doing on a daily basis on the web? You know, hundreds, thousands of clicks. Uh, uh, Why? Because we have all faced this uh, issue uh, where we wanted to make a transaction and uh, we... (laughs) We we, we told to ourselves, uh, hold on, I will wait a, a bit. Uh, but the, the, the transaction fees <laughs> came back to a lower. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know we know what it is. We mm. have seen this last year uh, with uh, 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 the emergence of a meme token, Pepe. Uh, suddenly, during one week, on it, and all uh, Ethereum uh, blockchain, the, the fees went totally crazy. We have seen this last month with the inscription phenomena, where the fees went totally crazy, even higher than uh, in a bull market. Uh, so it, it's the proof that um, we, we talk about inclusivity, onboarding uh, the unbanked people, and so on. But guys, when the cost, transaction cost, fees cost more than uh, what fifty percent of the world population. Uh, uh, earn per day, I mean $7, doesn't work. We will not be able to onboard these people with such mm. a, a pricing model. The reason why we introduce uh, end-user subscription, the basic tier costs $1 per month for right. up to 30 transactions per day. Okay. Then we propose a, a DAP subscription And it's what we call uh, the uh, uh, account abstraction next generation. Why Mm. next generation? Because it offers a predictable fixed cost for dApps who want to cover the transaction fees for their end user. For now, account abstraction is a great progress, but the project don't know how much it will cost. And if you have a user adoption, it can cost a lot and you, you, you can't, Trading this, you can't set a budget because you don't know how much it will cost in one hour, one day, one week, one month, one year. With a subscription-based model, it's the same price month to month. So you can predict, you can uh, uh, move to a more sustainable business model. And for businesses, it's the same for them. It's like consuming uh, any API. uh, They choose uh, a quota and then Mm. based on the quota, they pay the fixed price month to month
0: okay so is this uh, the, this particular way of uh, you know creating a gasless experience are you giving uh, a gasless experience for the users as well uh, like because you are uh, charging the businesses
1: yeah exactly uh, uh, what does it mean it means we have uh, several um, interesting uh, uh, use cases uh, joining like a decentralized hmm. mail like Web3 a, a Decentralized Alternative to WeTransfer. Uh, oh. We have a Pigs Drive, a Decentralized Alternative to Dropbox. Uh, with our uh, agno- agnostic approach in terms of uh, user uh, onboarding, uh, you could create your account using uh, uh, your email, uh, Google logging, social logging. You start to use uh, the, the, the web app uh, in the free version. And if you want to upgrade, you can subscribe, paying by card in fiat or uh, in crypto. If you want to create your account using your Web3Wallet, up to you. We bring back the choice to the end user. So we engage all project joining to implement themselves a freemium uh, model. Uh, also to um, to open a new era of uh, web free uh, startup uh, sustainability uh, we see that uh, during all bear market a lot of projects are just closing the door why because they don't don't generate enough, enough incomes to sustain right uh, when you analyze the the success rate uh, in the web industry uh, we have to assume that 50 percent of the successful startup have a subscription-based model when only 5% of successful startup have a pay-as-you-go business model. So, implementing a subscription-based model increases 10 times your chance of success. The reason why we, we, we also uh, uh, engage projects to launch their own subscription model. Uh, yeah. first offering a no gas fees experience to their uh, end user because it's all about facilitating onboarding uh, uh, if we want to uh, uh, engage more people to make a try, okay? They could make a try without having to pay the cost to make a Mm. try. And with this approach, you can create your wallet. You don't need any native token in your wallet. You don't need to buy crypto first to uh, to enjoy a decentralized uh, email uh, provider, for example.
0: Right. So uh, I, I think uh, this is this is a very interesting use case, and you know, you uh, I, I think you know as, as you mentioned, we keep talking about uh, mass adoption, mm-hmm. but you know, mass adoption is gonna uh, happen uh, only gradually, and uh, moreover, uh, with with this particular model, which makes it very easy for the user to you know start interacting with these with the decentralized applications. And uh, with with a sound use case, that is when uh, really you know it'll it'll take off. Can you perhaps elaborate a little more on um, the DAG based proof of stake consensus model, uh, just a little bit, uh, and what kind of sets it? Uh, that what kind of makes it a perhaps a USP as against other blockchains uh, that are available, because not a lot of uh, them are using DAG based.
1: Uh, one more time, I I I don't want to go too uh, deep in the technical uh, side, okay? Yeah. Because uh, uh, I, I I say it again, we we missed the point uh, in terms of mass adoption when everything we get is wrong around...
0: technical. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You that know, is absolutely
1: true. We are all um, advanced people. And most of the people don't understand at all and don't need to understand this. What they need, it's a a, a solution solving a real problem. And a solution that they can use in an easy way. We keep forcing people to create their own non-custodial wallet, their private key, they have to buy crypto. Guys, you don't care about how SNP SMTP is working when you send an email. Send
0: an email, yeah, absolutely. Like this is, this was more for, you know, perhaps the uh, technical uh, guys who actually uh, do key. And, and I'll just add, I think your perspective is uh, a brilliant and well appreciated here because I, I do think that, you know, once we get too technical and get too deep into the technicalities, we lose a certain part of the audience and not everybody needs to really understand how the blockchain works. Or different chains work or how interoperability works or how different chains work and what kind of tech they are using for them to be effectively using these uh, platforms and getting into Web3, because that kind of defeats the purpose a little bit. So, but just, uh, so, just so that I can give a little context here, uh, directed, at, you know, acidic uh, graphs, basically, that that is like the difference there. And, you know, the guys who are perhaps curious, uh, they can uh, they can look it up uh, and um, yeah, So is I, I,
1: different... I, I, I will engage them to go on uh, docs.artera.net. Uh, right. Learn yes. the protocol. They have all technical design. Uh, if they have any any question, they can uh, reach out. Uh, but honestly, <laughs> even on stage, each time I say, guys, stop, just stop. sincere here, as I am telling the same. We stay focused on. Technical discussion, and you know, the reason why we don't see more uh, newcomers joining this uh, crypto event, uh, we see no plateau in terms of uh, web free community. Why? Because we are not able to talk to real people, you know, Uh, who who want an alternative to uh, Google, to Dropbox, uh, uh, who maybe want an alternative to their bank. But if we keep Uh, talking in a technical way, no chance to, you know, it's easy to tell to people, educate yourself. But guys, it's complex. So, yeah, it's not for everyone.
0: Yeah, it's not for everyone to get into the complexities of it. Uh, Absolutely. And, you know, we want more users and users don't, as you, you gave a very good example. Not everybody understands how SMTP works, but everybody's sending an email. Uh, and that is that is exactly the way, you know, uh, blockchain applications should aspire mm. to be as well, that not everybody it, needs to understand the technical aspects, but you're solving a problem. The, and uh, that is why yeah. your application is ticking.
1: we Tarusha, we constantly create new narrative to try to convince ourselves that the mass adoption is coming. Right. OK, uh, it's RWA. Uh, it's liquid staking, it's uh, uh, inscription, uh, ordinals, it has been NFTs, DeFi and so on. But, right. uh, listen, the, 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 the real life reality is uh, f- uh, from, f- far away from this. How many people uh, I- invest in stock market? It's a small percentage. Uh, Hmm. when you compare to the world population. But uh, who is using an email? Who is using a a messaging app? Who who is using social media? Here is the mass adoption. So we have also to introduce and promote different use cases. This is for a minority. DeFi is for a minority for now. And even more, when you just have... $50 or $100 you can invest in DeFi and each time you want to interact it costs you a lot in transaction fees. Uh, there is more than 300 billion emails sent per day actually.
0: Right. right.
1: Okay. This is yeah. a real use case. Yeah. Having decentralized alternative to the current um, um, main uh, 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 email provider, this is something. Why? Because when you use Gmail, you, 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 you give your privacy, your, uh, your data uh, to Google. If you use a decentralized alternative with decentralized storage, you keep preserving your privacy and your data. Hmm. Okay? So even if you, we just uh, reach 1% adoption, of people sending email using a decentralized alternative, it's 3 billion transactions per day.
0: Three billions. Yeah. Okay.
1: The world DeFi uh, ecosystem uh, uh, doesn't generate as much transaction but 1% of uh, uh, emails sent per day could generate.
0: Great. Yeah. No, well, that, that is a very wonderful way of putting it. And it's a very refreshing way, I must say, uh, for uh, putting this in a matter of fact manner. Uh, you have also perhaps start, you know started a, this was something I read online, Web3 Stronger Together initiative. Uh, can you tell us a little about that and how does it contribute to the overall development and collaboration within the ecosystem? Yeah.
1: Yes, in fact, it was uh, two years ago. Uh, um, I was a, a bit tired um, about uh, facing constantly the same uh, critics uh, from uh, people not involved, telling, you know, uh, crypto, Web3, it's all about criminals, money laundering, hack, and so on. Mm. Um, and I wanted to uh, aggregate uh, smart, fair, trustable, authentic people uh, in a collaborative initiative to also show a different uh, face of Web3. Um, I, I'm not here to criticize or judge people. Each one uh, uh, has to assume uh, what they do. Uh, but I wanted also to um, bring back, first, highlighting the, the, the promise, the core value, why uh, we are here involved in, uh, in, in Web3. Uh, it's a decentralization, more privacy, uh, data ownership, uh, being uh, financially independent, having an alternative to the current uh, uh, solution, right. uh, and uh, showing that uh, first of all, uh, any innovation it's humans co-building with humans for uh, real humans.
0: Right. Well. Okay, and uh, how does one become a part of this initiative if they do want to contribute? Uh,
1: just uh, reach out. Um, uh, we plan to... Uh, we have organized a few online events. We okay. are preparing a next one. The last okay. one, we were 120 projects abroad. Hmm. Uh, so it's it's really nice also to see the the the, the synergies uh, our um, uh, project uh, have, uh, collaborating with uh, uh, others, um, you know, it's a kind of uh, emulation. Yeah. Um, it's really uh, refreshing to cooperate with uh, uh, open-minded and uh, fair and trustable uh, people, uh, even more when we see on the daily basis a root pool, hack or whatever. Uh, we have seen, uh, we have faced uh, all some drama, ethics, and and so on. I think it's good also to to show that uh, it's it's not uh, only all about this. Uh, there is uh, smart uh, smart people around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. That's wonderful. Uh, this this you know this is an initiative. I think uh, I, I resonate a lot with because. Uh, I do totally believe that, you know, uh, all of these smart people in Web3 coming together, we can really make a difference. And uh, it's only when we are working together in a collaborative way can we truly make, uh, you know, a a change in the way people perceive Web3, in the way perhaps uh, builders are, uh, you know, taking on building in Web3 uh, and all of that. Uh, now, coming to builders, because you know you have a chain and you also have an app store. Uh, so, can you tell us a little about the kind of traction you have seen there in terms of users as well as the applications that are there on on the store?
1: So, for now, we are uh, preparing the what we call the grand opening, uh, the public okay. launch, uh, at the end of uh, January. Uh, okay. Mainnet is live in a private uh, a version since uh, Christmas, um, okay. a symbolic date for Genesis Block. Uh, we are uh, onboarding more than 160 projects. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's a, each, each day is a week. Right. Um, uh, Mid-February, uh, we will launch uh, our grand opening. It will be a uh, t- 12 weeks uh, period campaign with uh, an in- incentivization program for both end users and and uh, apps um, during three months until the end of March, there is no uh, a, a uh, our native token in circulation. We okay. w- really want to engage people to experiment the subscription-based model. Hmm. So each one will be able to claim a free uh, subscription three-month subscription at the end of uh, this month. Uh, and okay. so they can enjoy up to 30 transactions per day, no gas fees. They can explore the, 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 the ecosystem interacting with any dApps without facing any uh, transaction fees. And uh, starting mid-February, we launched what we call the Weekly Grand Cloterie. Okay. Um, it's pretty simple. One transaction equals one free ticket. Okay. The more transactions you do, the more tickets you've got, and the more nice. chance to win a price you will have.
0: Wow, nice. <laughs> nice. That's that's wonderful that you know you've gamified it as well. Uh if then yeah. it comes to you know gamification, and obviously you guys are looking at uh, perhaps processing a lot of uh transactions in a for given any given day uh from any particular app or any user. So that brings me to the question of scalability. It, uh, scalability is obviously a crucial factor in any kind of uh, a chain or any blockchain technology for that matter. Uh, how do you intend to address the scalability challenges and uh, will it have any kind of an impact on the user experience?
1: No, uh, not at all. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, uh, um, I, 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 I engage each one to come back to the current uh, reality in terms of uh, uh, adoption and, uh, and usage. Uh, you can go, for example, on uh, real TPS, and you will see that uh, the, 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 uh, the first one, it's uh, Edera with uh, 1,300 TPS. It's the, the current usage, uh, use, OK? Uh, Polygon, it's uh, 90 TPS. What does it mean? It doesn't mean that these blockchain are not able to handle more transactions. It means that we don't have yet enough people using uh, uh, what, what we are building and not using uh, this enough, as I told you previously, when mm. you analyze uh, uh, the on-chain reality, it's less than one transaction per day per active wallet.
0: Wow, so okay. talking yeah.
1: about scalability for me it's guys you know right you are not there yet <laughs> No yes uh, any blockchain is uh, what, what what is this, the 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 sense of uh, pretending to be able to support 1 million tps when you you just have less than 3 tps average hmm. That's true it's, it's, yeah. it's,
0: There's a contradiction it's, it's, there
1: Exactly, it's the wrong approach. Uh, 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 we deploy Artera in two phases. The first one with Lachesis, a DAG proof of stake uh, protocol. It's an open source uh, protocol uh, uh, which can support up to ten thousand TPS. Uh, ten thousand TPS. Uh, it's it's uh, it's already a lot. Uh, hold on, I just um, check something. Ten thousand TPS. It's uh, more than 800 million transactions per day, okay? We can go mm-hmm. on, uh, there, is, there is already a, a lot to do with this. And starting this year, we will uh, start to um, uh, implement and deploy our own proprietary, uh, proprietary uh, BlazeDAG protocol, uh, supporting uh, more than 500,000 uh, TPS. And uh, with such uh, performance, we 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 can support um, uh, forty-eight billions transactions per day.
0: No, oh, okay. Okay, yeah.
1: so we we don't need millions TPS. Uh, mm. We first need real usage.
0: Right, right, that's true. So you know, with your rich experience in business strategy and development, how do you see the current landscape of the you know entire ecosystem? Uh, and what kind of a role or what kind of a strategy do you have in mind for Athera as well, uh, you know, in order to make sure that, you know, you guys are getting the right kind of adoption?
1: First of all, I, I do think that with our uh, business model, subscription-based uh, uh, engaging a project to offer no gas fees experience, we will see a, a surge in terms yeah. of um, uh, not only uh, active users but also number of transactions per user per day. Um, if we, we just take the current um, uh, uh, number of people using uh, Web3 uh, 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 app um, uh, and rather than doing less than transactions per day, they make 10 transactions per day. Uh, we already have 10 times more Usage, huh? basically, yeah. so it's all about uh, the, 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 the pricing model. If you tell to people, hey, guys, you can not only enjoy DeFi, GameFi uh, project, NFT marketplace, uh, you, you can uh, mint your NFT connection uh, uh, for mostly nothing or at no cost. And people who will mint uh, will be able to pay by card in fiat. Apple Pay, Google Pay, or in crypto uh, without uh, the need of owning any uh, crypto first in, in their wallet, the native token, it, it's changing, radically changed the, the way uh, we can onboard the people. And if additionally uh, you bring uh, decentralized alternative to uh, massively use, uh, used web app, like a decentralized Dropbox, de- decentralized uh, alternative to WeTransfer. WeTransfer, it's 20, uh, 20 million monthly active users. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, and the same messaging web app, uh, it's like uh, emails. Uh, it's more than 300 billions uh, message sent per day. So imagine the potential.
0: Yeah that that it it does have, right. Uh, You know, in terms of uh, creating a community and uh, sustaining an L1, uh, those can be a little hard uh, initially. It it becomes a little like a chicken and an egg problem, especially because you're a chain, you need developers as well as users. Are there any community, specifically community-led initiatives uh, or marketing strategies that you are deploying uh, to get a good foothold in the market?
1: You know, uh in, in Web3 uh we always uh, are impressed by uh, big numbers, knowing that it means nothing. Uh, yeah. there is a few blockchain uh, who have uh half a million followers or a million followers on Twitter and who have uh, just uh, one two transactions per block, actually. You know. <laughs> We have to uncorrelate uncorrelate, uh, these these numbers. It's easy with both. You have a lot of service provider. You pay a few few hundred dollars, and you reach a few hundred thousand uh, followers on uh, Twitter. Doesn't mean these people will uh, use uh, your product. So until now, we have decided to be focused on uh, uh, builders, uh, mainly. not uh, spending an uh, indecent amount uh, uh, of money to shield people uh, and to, to, to get uh, some fake numbers. Uh, we support projects and then it's up to projects uh, to engage them, to make, uh, to, to engage people, to adopt what they built. Um, uh, you know, an uh, uh, internet service provider um, is focusing on uh, promoting its own product, uh, yeah. engaging people to subscribe uh, to their internet uh, subscription, uh, but not doing the work for uh, uh, everything built using uh, what they deliver. So first of all, builders, um, and helping builders to, uh, to promote what, what they built. And this, one more time, when it's a multi-chain project, And this project uh, is able to tell to their uh, user, guys, you can use what we built on several blockchain, but you have to know that on Artea, it's at uh, no no cost, no transaction fees. I think people will uh, make a try. Right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, In terms of uh, your experience, I want to now touch upon, uh, you know, you have uh, extensive experiences, even you've advised like Tron, I think, at some point. Uh, how has that experience influenced your approach to uh, your own chain development? And are there any particular lessons uh, that made you know you've imbibed from that particular experience, which you are implementing now?
1: Yes, uh, uh, engaging a real, really strong, long-term oriented relation with builders first. Mm. Our users, in fact, are first uh, builders and also uh, uh, enterprise. Uh, you know, we have a, an onboarding process for project uh, joining early. As part of this uh, process, they submit a form and we ask them about their previous experience with uh, over blockchain and it's always the same. A lack of support, uh, nobody uh, to talk to, uh, no long-term relation, uh, no marketing support. So we really want to be dedicated to support project joining, helping them in uh, dev, introducing them to other projects, uh, uh, engaging uh, co-marketing action, and uh, supporting them and guiding them in a technical point of view.
0: Okay. yeah, well, I think uh, those, those are very relevant uh, things, and you know, you're trying to uh, again, create a new chain. Is there any advice that you would like to give to folks who are perhaps thinking that they want to create an L1 as well? Because a lot of the uh, sentiment in the space is that you know L2 is the way perhaps to go, and you know implementing uh, rollups is perhaps another way to go. Uh, do you do you have a take on that? And what would be your advice for somebody who wants to start a, a chain, say today?
1: You know. Uh... Uh, um, One more time, uh, I I do think that uh, the future of Web3 will be multi-chain. I do think that we have to simplify the end-user experience. Uh, I'm pretty sure that soon people will use uh, dApps without knowing which blockchain they will use because they don't need to use. You don't know when you use a, a, a web app uh, mm. which uh, where are uh, store your data, which uh, uh, data center, uh, you don't care, you use it. Uh, you can use several browsers. It's up to you. Uh, it, it will be the same. You can use uh, uh, Zoom with Chrome, with Safari, with whatever. You, mm. you don't care. You just use the product. And I do think that in the next few years, it will be the same. People will use one or several blockchains without knowing they use different blockchains. So, simplifying the the user experience. Uh, When you have to switch from one network to another one, uh, it means you also need a native token uh, on this uh, new uh, uh, network. It's, It's just too complicated. We forget that most of the people on earth just can't buy crypto first. So we are excluding them. No, I do think that we should come back to the initial uh, promise of Web3, meaning decentralization, yeah. um, offering an alternative to a successful uh, product we are using on a daily basis, but in a decentralized way. And uh, as uh, simple as it, it is for them, uh You know, we criticize the social logging, but most of the, the people create an account now using Twitter, Facebook, uh, Google, and that's it. Uh,
0: right.
1: If it's good for them, it's good let them do, you know, and then maybe one day they will uh, also create their own non-custodial wallet. But why should I be forced to create a, a, a non-custodial wallet to buy crypto first, secure my mm-hmm. wallet to just mint uh, an nft which uh, represents a, a, a free ticket to go uh, to an event to attend to an event no sense I, uh, hmm. if i want i should be able to use my email i don't need crypto i mint, boom right. that's it
0: yeah it should be much more streamlined and simpler. I, I completely uh, you know adhere to that and i i think we concur there as well uh, so uh, you know, Loran, I think this has been such an interesting conversation with what you guys are building. Again, uh, I always have fun on these conversations. I completely lost track of time. Uh, but I would like to ask uh, two more questions before we wrap this up. Uh, one being, yeah. are, are there any you know major milestones or uh, you know any any kind of uh, future plan that you are looking forward to when it comes to Athera? Uh, you know, you had mentioned uh, some, uh, but is there any one particular milestone that you're really looking forward to?
1: The the first one is uh, to uh, to prepare the an amazing experience for the grand opening. Right. Uh, it's uh, uh, starting uh, mid February, uh, so we right. still have uh, a lot of uh, project to uh, to onboard. Uh, then, uh, the first uh, AA, A our native token listing at the end of March or beginning of uh, April and uh, then uh, engaging uh, more and more uh, uh, Web3 builders to join. Or even uh, Web2 builders, because we have a several no-code platforms deployed on uh, Arterite. It will be really uh, simple for uh, anybody to create uh, a smart contract without uh, coding uh, or creating an NFT marketplace or an NFT collection. Um, so, uh, I think it's uh, the best way. I, I, I keep in mind how the no-code um, uh, platform in the web 2 history story have uh, contributed massively uh, to a, bit, a wider uh, adoption. Uh, people forget that the, one of the first uh, uh, low-code platforms uh, have been uh, is uh, WordPress. Uh, it was really hard to uh, to create a, a website uh, previously. It was all about coding and then WordPress. And then uh, today you can use uh, several uh, uh, solutions online. It's a drag and drop. You don't need uh, to know uh, about uh, coding to create your website in uh, using a template in, uh, in a few minutes. So I, I do think it will be the same for Web3 up to us to offer the same uh, uh, smooth frictionless experience to anybody. So uh, they will be able to use uh, what we are all building, a decentralized alternative uh, to existing uh, solution.
0: Right, yeah, I think uh, that, that is a very sound advice. Now, before we uh, wrap this up, I would love to ask you one thing that I end up asking everybody uh, who comes on the show, You know, you have had a very extensive experience. As you mentioned, you know, you've been in uh, tech for 30 odd years and you'd made a leap from Web2 to Web3. What would be your advice for folks perhaps sitting on the same dilemma and they are in Web2 right now, perhaps they want to make a leap into Web3 and start building here. What would be your advice to them for for them to be able to start living on blockchain? Um,
1: First of all, stay focused on um, uh, building a real solution for real people. Right. Uh, Not being uh, driven by uh, trying to build the most uh, innovative solution. Uh, Mm. There is uh, a lot of basic product. uh, But uh, they have a a real tangible solution value. And so people use it. Uh, Keep it simple and stupid. Uh, When it's more complex, uh, you lose people on the way. Mm. It's one of the common uh, mistakes we are doing all together in Web3. We complexify everything. um, And uh, as a basic human, we all know that the more complexities, uh, the the, the less we are eager to to experiment. Uh, It's easy to tell uh, that people uh, should uh, educate themselves. Uh, Education means uh, having the time uh, and the resources to do it. Uh, Even if it's uh, free, most of the people are just focused on uh, surviving. This is a basic reality. It's easy uh, to talk about uh, banking the unbanked people, uh, but when it's more expensive uh, to send money or to pay than uh, what they currently use, uh, don't expect that people will accept to. Overpay because it's uh, decentralized. No, uh, we have to be pragmatic. Yeah. Um, and come back to the basic uh, reality. So stay focused on the reality. Um, don't over uh, over complicate things. Keep it uh, simple and uh, stupid. There is a lot of uh, successful uh, product in, in uh, on Web two. Uh, just have a look if you can offer a decentralized alternative and uh, with uh, the same uh, frictionless experience, when people uh, can uh, 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 appreciate and enjoy using a Web2 solution.
0: Absolutely. I think the fundamentals kind of remain the same all across. It's about solving a problem and it's doing it in an efficient manner, adding convenience to people's lives, uh, to your end user's life, so that you don't. You, they would, they would keep coming back to the product that you've created. So that is wonderful advice, Laurent. Thank you so much for making the time to speak to me today. This has been a truly wonderful conversation.
1: Thanks, a real pleasure. Uh, you know, it, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's a joke. I often uh, <coughs> a, 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 a developer private joke. You know, they often hmm. first create the problem to then create the solution. <laughs> so uh, we, we we talk about the blockchain tri- trilemma in order to have something to to build to solve the blockchain trilemma, but people don't care about the blockchain trilemma.
0: They That's care true. about uh,
1: their real life uh, yeah. <laughs> and what they have, uh, they are facing on a daily basis, uh, uh, losing their privacy, um, uh, being more and more uh, dependent on the dominant actors. So first of all, I think uh, just being focused on bringing an alternative and then uh, in the in same frictionless uh, way, and then people can make a try, you know, and uh, mass adoption will, will come uh, more easily. Thanks Absolutely. a lot. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much. I think uh, no better way to wrap this up uh, than with, with those thoughts, create uh, real solutions for real people. Thank you so much, Laurent, once again.
1: Thanks to you.